Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Okay, so I didn't think we were ready, but I guess so. Yeah. How you doing this week, girl? I'm doing well. I'm tired this week. What? You sound like me. Girl, let me tell you, this job is nothing but work. I ain't signed the whole point, but they getting their money's worth this week. Well, it's almost over for you, so. I know. Summer break. Woo-woo. All right. So this week, we're going to be talking about a a, a topic that is is very important. Okay. Um, Tell me about (gasps) it. Talking about black men in America, girl. Ooh, black men in America. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. That's like top list priority of life right yeah it's a lot going on it's a lot going on mm-hmm. so um i guess it just start starting off like i had positive role models mm-hmm. males in my life and felt like they did an excellent and tremendous job in paving the way shaping and molding me to you know love myself let me know that they love me and gave me the tools that I needed to be help me be the woman I am today mm-hmm. and basically step in to where my dad when he wasn't around yeah did that for my mom and like I just don't know if a lot of girls and men because I feel like both girls and boys need their dads right um, have those same opportunities and black men are always painted as being like the world will have you thinking that the black man ain't there girl girl like he just ghost girl <laughs> less than a ghost yeah. i don't know <laughs> poop ain't abracadabra like well and you know just to you know like, they they're there yeah but there are some that are not there correct and i mean because prime example i just told you that mine wasn't always there yeah. but people make very general statements correct and that's where it's unfair it is because i feel like we should celebrate the head of the house Mm -hmm. the leader of the pack Mm -hmm. the strong Mm -hmm. (laughs) black men that they are you know what i'm saying like we should women as women we should be that supporting force that that they need to put them on the forefront of these big jobs that we're entrusting them to have like leading a household leading a country leading just yeah every that's that's a huge responsibility and a weight on one person's shoulder and without the proper support like anybody would feel yeah you know i always celebrate the fact that i am a woman because you know first of all we're awesome right and we're like uh, the center of everything but you know i just I, i think about the role of a male and i'm like they have, they do have a lot, if they're playing their role correctly. It is a lot of responsibility. Correct. It is a big job. And 
you know, I just don't want to do it. So (laughs) (laughs) I I am thankful for that. And I definitely shout out, you know, to those black men that handle their business. But yeah, girl, I, you know, I can't even wrap my mind around what it's like to have to be a male and then add black on top of it. What? Yeah. It's scary out here. Like it's 2017 and people losing their lives, being unarmed. Yeah. No consequences. Mm. That that was just devastating to read today. Yeah. I definitely didn't think it was gonna go in her favor. Mm-hmm. This this cop in Tulsa, like it's like, man, like we gonna get some kind of justice, but it it has not right. been in the favor of, you know, black men in the last couple years. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean it's pretty bad and it's scary. It's scary because this particular person was on arm. Right, right. It it's scary because you don't know what the day could hold. I mean, I, I mean, are we extinct? I mean, they trying to girl. They trying to cut us. Out. Is this a do I need my forehead? <laughs> like, is it a setup? Like, it's a whole other story. But think about back in the day, though. Like, I love like. Looking at men or just, like, watching movies from, like, the 40s and 50s where men were just, well, they portray men. It's just, like, manly men out there working, trying to support their families. And then if you date it even further back than that, trying to do that in a world where they didn't even know if they were coming home. Correct. Correct. And so that takes a lot of strength, girl, just to have to wake up with that strength every day and look, you know, before you leave your house to look at your wife and your kids and think like, whatever I do out here for the day, you know, affects them, you right. know. So I, you know, I have to make sure I make the right decisions, and that's deep. It is, and mm-hmm. I guess that that makes me think about like, at what point did we lose track of that black men and that thought process, right? Like, mm-hmm. where did we drop the ball? Like, when did we think it was okay to skip out on? making kids and not taking care of them or skip out on being role models for for children skip out on being just a leader in general in your community like when did that become okay to do Mm. i don't know when it did but what i do know is it needs to not be okay anymore (laughs) right because we need our black men to step up and do what they're supposed to do you know i work in a school and uh with teenagers and just talking to a lot of the boys that um don't have fathers in their lives like you can see how it affects them and it's a lot of stuff that they just don't know to do because there's nobody to teach them to do it like for instance this morning (laughs) one of my freshmen so I work with a freshman and sophomore students those are my babies and uh they're getting off the bus as I'm like walking into the building as well and so one of my students he's just kind of loopy anyway so we both just standing there looking at the door. He looking at the door. I'm looking at the door. I said, boy, if you don't open this door for me. He was like, oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> like, I really yelled at him. Right. But just a, that simple gesture that he didn't even know to automatically do. Right. But where, he don't remember. Oh, he will. Next time, especially, he see me. Because, girl, I forgot it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I was like, boy, why are we standing here looking at this door? You think I'm going to open it with the stuff in my hand? It's going to magically open itself? Um, And then I was talking to another student who is a senior. He's about to graduate. And so I was just asking him, like, you know, what 
it's something that he would say to black men like that he wished they would do and his big thing was just be there like just being there is the biggest thing and he hasn't had that but he did say that he had some positive male role models at the school that he looked up to and I'm like dang we just don't realize how valuable like spending time with kids you know is especially like man to man right um and seeing it seeing a man do something good um for him I was like you know who is somebody you look up to and what is it that you like about them and he basically said that the person was successful and I asked him how did he measure success and he said well he he seemed to be doing stuff that he loved and he took a lot of initiative and he made it work like no matter what happened and so you know, it's things like that that I think our young boys are missing. Just, you know, paying attention to them in the classroom. They give up easily. Right. Um, there's a huge lack of confidence that they should just have. Right. Like, just because, like, you know, if DJ Khaled was their dad. Like, <laughs> David, let me tell you. They would have it. You right. know what I mean? Um, we the best. <laughs> girl, I remember watching some of the football games early on in the season and, you know, I don't really know about sports, but I am a football fan. Roll Tide. Okay. Uh-uh, go Tigers. <laughs> you keep that. I have to throw it in there. Take it um, <laughs> But anyway, when we were looking for a new football coach this year, and we were just talking about the team, you know, one thing that I noticed was, like, how the boys lack confidence, like, when to go, when not to go. Like, you know, they seem scared just to move, and I'm like, dang. Like, if they had strong men in their lives, like, constantly, like, pushing that into them, that would never be an issue. Um, And so you can tell the difference when you meet young black men who have a positive uh, male role model in their lives. So, and I do get like, it's a big responsibility being a man. And that's why I think some people run from it. Yeah. I think they run from it because they don't know anything else but to run from it. Yeah. And then too, I think um, a lot of the selfishness with the male species, and this is just my random thought, comes from, situations where they are growing up without anybody and they always feel like I just got to take care of me like I'm just looking out for me and and that never goes away right like so yeah girl it's a lot yeah and I think about I mean back in the day I you know you hear people say it takes a village it takes Mm -hmm. a village so when Mm -hmm. you didn't get something at home you got in the neighbor was you know coming through You, you got it from the community right and then if you didn't get it from the community you was definitely getting it at school like right uh-uh, you ain't coming up in here with that. So mm-hmm. I'm, a, you know, so it was, it's, it's definitely a breakdown and that lack of confidence and definitely that mindset, like that I got to do this. I, it's me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. But we, we have definitely got to get to a point where we're instilling these values, these same, like just as important as I'm saying, this is me, 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 me. I want the next person behind me to get the, get, and have better experiences than I had and be able to navigate through life way better than I did because mm-hmm. I can teach you the ropes. I can show you how to do it. And I just think if we can do that, man, we'll be a force to be working with. Like, the Girl. world, man. And God gave, you know, I, I love the order and just how God does everything. You know, women, we have our role. Men have their role, um, and I think it's a very beautiful thing. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's just so awesome when you see families where everybody is playing that role, and you see the beauty in it. And mm-hmm. then when the offspring come, you see why it's important. And so, yeah, we definitely have to start pushing and supporting each other. I think as black people in general, we got to do a better job at like 
coming together as yeah. woman and man and supporting each other. Because I think sometimes we can bash each other a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, cause, and there are some real things to the issues that we have. But at the end of the day, yeah. we need these men to be strong. Right. We need them to step up. Okay. Let's do this. Awesome so, stuff. Right. <laughs> so I'm super excited about our guest today. Woo-hoo. New friend to the show, G. Okay. <laughs> I call him G. All right. Um, all right. He is. He encompasses all these things that we have been speaking about. He's mm-hmm. that leader. He's that role model in the school. He's a black man. He's a, a father, a, a husband, mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Like, he's just all these things. And it's just, you know, you never hear about the greatness and the good things that people do in the world. And I just thought he would just be a great person to bring on the show or have on the show to talk about some of the great things that he's doing in life and just the impact because he works with a certain population yeah that that struggle the same population that we're talking about like i thought he would just be awesome girl well let's get to it then child yeah, all right sure. we'll be right back with our guest hey guys if you like what you're hearing so far follow us on instagram at god and lemonade hit the like button and share it with some friends all right, hey y'all. We have G here with us today. What's up, G? How's everybody doing? Today? <laughs> He's so smooth, right? right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Yay! Thank you for being here. Yes. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. So, G, um, of course, you heard us doing the intro talking about black men in America. Mm-hmm. I know you, but can you? <laughs> Tell the world a little bit about um, just just what you, your role as a, a black man in America right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, like first and foremost, um, you know, like I have to give all praise to God, you know. Um, <laughs> without him, I mean, I, I wouldn't be here right now. And um, I think outside of that, you know, I'm just... I'm just alive, just to try to make America great again, you know. Right. Um, the right way. The, the right. right way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Um. As you stated earlier, I do wear a lot of different hats. You mm-hmm. know. Um. I mean, I'm a believer first. At the same time, I'm a husband, my father. Um. I'm an employee. Mm-hmm. I'm a business owner. You know. I'm blessed. Right. Um. I'm a son. Mm. A grandson, an uncle, a cousin, a brother, a friend, <clears throat> you know. So I do wear a lot of different hats, and um, I need God, you know, just to steer me in the right direction because, you know, clearly I don't have all the answers myself. Mm-hmm. So speaking of <laughs> the most high, you know, my favorite person to talk about, um, tell us a little bit about your God journey, Um what was little G like? You know, how did how did you come up in Christ? Was it something that was always there? Did you have to come into it? Um, I think my my earliest um, recollection, I guess you could say, of God would be praying every night with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, as a kid, um, you know, like I suffer from epilepsy you know so so you know I would have to take uh you know pills and all these other you know things or whatever it was a mild version so she would pray with me every night you know saying that you're healed you know 
you know, and um, I think um, once I made it to the age of, I want to say seven, you know, which is oddly enough, you know, <laughs> you know, seven, um, you know, at that point in time, I didn't need the meds anymore, you know, and I was cured. So, you know, like that was my first reco- recollection, I'm sorry, um, you know, of prayer, but also too, you know, like I grew up in a household to where it's like I saw my mom, she was a prayer warrior. You know, like she would have cell groups at the house and the whole nine, even when I wasn't even trying to hear all that, you know, so to speak. (laughs) You know, she would, you know, she would have friends over, you know, like have cell groups. Um, You know, I mean, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and, you know, I would have oil all over my forehead. (laughs) You know, I mean. Wait, while you were asleep? Okay. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you know, I've seen, I've seen all of that, you know, and um, at that time I wasn't really, you know, um, I mean, I was doing my own thing at that point in time, you know, I wasn't, I, I mean, I thought about God, I prayed to God, you know, um, but I was still, you know, you know, I was selfish, you know, and I was just living, you know, how I wanted to live, but I think. You know, at the same time or whatever, she was sowing those seeds and, mm. you know, you mm-hmm. know, she was building me, right. you know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. So <clears throat> you talked about your mom sowing those seeds. Um, let's talk about some positive role models in your your life that you looked up to that were male figures. Okay. Um. Let's see. Like growing up, I mainly looked up to my dad, my grandfather, and my uncle. Uh, like those were the uh, the male role models that I I was really you know exposed to on the regular. But of course I had coaches, you know I had I had my friends' parents. I mean you know like I grew up in a neighborhood to whereas you know like I had a lot of friends and um, you know the parents like they you know like they treated us all the same. So you know. Um, it was basically, you know, like a community to whereas we all felt loved, you know. Right. So, like, that helped out. Um, my parents actually split, like, when I was 12 years old. So, like, around that time on up, um, you know, like, my main influence would probably be my grandfather, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, like, um, I would spend a, a lot of time with him. Uh, and um, I would observe him, but... I guess you can kind of say I was unaware that I was observing him. I was studying him to a certain extent, you yeah. know. And a lot of his, a lot of his words, and a lot of what he said to me, and what he showed me growing up, you know, I find myself doing and saying those same things now. You know, <laughs> it's almost like it's innate now. You know. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, you know, I would say, I would say those people they were. You know, like my largest influences. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. So now, um, as a father, an educator, a husband, um, you see a lot of young black children every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Every day. How do you use the positive influences that affected your life to infect or? Effect the, the the children that you are encountering every day. Like, what are some things that you do to motivate these kids? Um, well, um, I think I think the 
first thing and the most important thing, you know, that I try to do is I just try to show them love. Because I know, like, they all, you know, like, they might not see that at home. Or they mm-hmm. might not see it in a manner to where it's, it's constructive. Right. Or they might not get it at all, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, I try to do that. But at the same time, I try to treat them as if they were my own, which goes back to love, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, you know, I just try to remember that they're kids and even though they might not grow up in an environment um i kind of lost my train of thought oh i'm sorry even if they do not live in the same type of same type of environment that i grew up in mm-hmm. um you know i still i still feel as if i could bring that that piece of you know, like my past to them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if that makes any sense. Um, but um, yeah, you know, I just, I just try to, you know, I just, I just try not to judge. I try to, I try to meet them where they are, and I just try to instill what I can in them, even if it's just for a second. You know, I just try to have mm-hmm. it to whereas, you know, like it could be a pleasant memory I guess you could say even if it's you know a time to where as I have to reprimand them mm-hmm. you know um you know I just try to make it to where as like it's still love involved too as well with it you know yeah so we talked about you know how the black man has a lot of responsibility and you know when he gets up in the morning you know he has all these things on his mind and he has to walk out the door and make sure that he's doing all these things for his family. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of things are, you know, not to get too much of your business, but right. you know, mm-hmm. what type of things are you considering? Because you have a family, mm-hmm. you have a job, you have businesses. Like, what weighs heavy on you? <clears throat> um, well, you know, I just I just pray to God every morning, you know, and I thank God, you know, um, first and foremost that I woke up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just ask God just to forgive me for my sins, right. past, present, and future, you know. But um, after that, I just pray. I just pray for grace, mm-hmm. you know, because um, as you guys stated earlier, you know, in the show, um, right now, you know, it's kind of tough to be a black male in America, you know. Right. But um, I, try to, I try to weed out all of, like, the negativity, you know, I don't really watch the news a lot anymore, you know, because I feel as if, you know, like they only broadcast the negative, you know, so I try to, I try to, you know, like weed all of that out of my life. So, you know, I just try to live my man, live my life in a manner to whereas, you know, I just try my best to treat people as if, treat people how I would want to be treated. So at that point, you know, hopefully I will get that back. You know, which I know I will, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just try to keep myself out of, um, you know, out of, out of, you know, like things that I I feel as if, you know, like I don't really need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know if I'm answering the question, yeah. um, you know, in a proper <laughs> manner right now. Yeah, but. so basically you're just saying you try to wake up and be positive for your family and walk exactly. outside the door and uh-huh. keep yourself in the best situation. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Where you won't have Mind you know, my own business, yeah. you know, you know, and just treat people the right way, and um, 
you know, again, you know, I, I just I just have to give like all credit to God for it, you know, because, you know, it could be it could be something different. I mean, you know, if you bring up the situation that you were talking about, mm-hmm. where was that again? Tulsa. Yeah, that and and I mean, you know, the Sterling incident, you know, and so on and so forth. That could be any one of us. Right. You know? So, you know, I just try to I just try to move properly. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep you know, keep uh keep faith in God, you know, and just you know, don't worry about the future. You know, just take care of the, of the present. You know? Right, right. Why do you feel like uh, men stray away from education roles or leadership roles? Um, I think the number one reason that I get from guys as to why they couldn't work in the educational uh, system is... Um, you know, a lot of my friends say, man, look, man, I couldn't do it. You know, the kids are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might not necessarily be the fact that the kids are bad. It might be a situation to whereas they just don't have the power just to reprimand them as they should, you know. Right. I think um, that would probably make things easier, you know. But, you know, at the same time, though, I don't think everyone was created to work in the educational field. You know, you have to have patience. Mm -hmm. You have to have love. I mean, like, you have to be um, willing not to judge people who aren't like you. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's so easy. It's so easy, like, to look down on people and, you know, kids and, you know, judge parents and actions and so on and so forth. But, I mean, like, that's not really helping the situation. You know, I mean, ultimately... What you want to do is, like, you want to focus on, you know, like, the betterment of that child. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, if you don't have love in, love in the mix, um, you know, I don't really see how, you know, like that could even happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of guys just prefer, you know, just to stay away from it. And then, too, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I feel like a lot of guys just feel as if, you know, that's, I hate to say it like this, you mm-hmm. know, quote, unquote, Woman's work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I so, knew it was going there. <laughs> yeah. So. The crazy thing is, because when we working with kids, like, you know, some <clears throat> stuff, you know, most stuff I'll handle myself, but a lot of times I'm like, oh no, we're going to the principal, and or I'm taking you to such and such, and not for them to be in trouble. We're a very small school, so it's very like family like. Um, but because they're males, and some stuff, I'm like, I'm just not about to do this with you right now because. You know, I, I feel, like, very motherish. And I'm like, whatever I say, you probably going to be like, whatever. And so you just need to hear it from a male sometime. And I don't know. I guess it's kind of like with that female-to-female thing. Like, you know, it's the male-to-male thing, too. So it definitely is important to try to have more males in schools. And a lot of times, principals try. You know, they they do look for males to come and be role models. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I think it's needed. I mean, you know... um, you know, again, we're talking about a demographic that, let's just be honest, you know, we, you know, we just don't have a lot of males in the house, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of these kids may not see positive male role models, you know, who are black. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think it's I think it's needed, you know. Um, you know, I honestly, I don't think that I could work in an environment that was not you know, as such, you know, because um, I like the challenge, you know, I like, 
I like seeing a student go from here to here at the end of the school year, you know? Um, And I'm not saying that to say that I wouldn't see it at a different school, Mm -hmm. you know? But, you know, it just feels, it feels that much more rewarding, I guess you could say, you know, like when Mm -hmm. you see someone who came from A, you know, to B, and it's, you know, like so much growth and, you know, like you can see it in their eyes, you can see it in the parents' eyes, you know what I mean? Like it's just great, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really is all about that love, like, yeah, just knowing they have that support. Exactly, 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 exactly. So it we, takes a village. It does, yeah. it definitely does. Uh, so we talked about your role as an administrator in a school, um, but we also know you have some side hustles, like some mm-hmm. businesses of your own. Mm-hmm. What made you say, like, G, talking to myself, <laughs> G, mm-hmm. being an educator is not enough. So I want to impact more than just the the children with with my work. Like, what made you decide to start these other businesses? Um, well, you know, um, I just come from the school of if you don't have the income that you want, you need to work and get the income that you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Um, I just always felt that God gave me a variety of talents and, you know, I just try, I just try my best to find a way how, you know, like I can use those like to my benefit, you know, and, um, you know, like it has been working. Um, I mean, I've tried all kind of different things from way back in college up until now, you know, like some things worked. I mean, like some things didn't, but it's all good. You know, it's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, like I look at life as a, um, as a marathon. Right. A lot of people look at life as a sprint. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I try to look at it differently. But back to the question, um, you know, I just like to, I like the thought of making something out of nothing. Right. You know, it's a challenging, you know, it's a challenging uh, thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a lot of people have the patience or the confidence in themselves to really even try, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess my mindset always was, you know, like if, you know, like if they can do it, I can do it too. Right. You know, so. Now, is this something that you saw because you talked about confidence um, and you know, I see, and I just, you know, I can only talk about students because that's, like, who I work with, that um, a lot of times we have to pump them up to, to get it. And eventually they get it because we're always telling them, you know, you can mm-hmm. do it, pumping them up. So did you have, like, a corner to pump you up or was this very intrinsic? Like, where did you get that from? Right. Because being an entrepreneur, I mean, you have to be a risk taker. Yeah. And failure is a big part of that. Yeah. And a lot of people can't bounce back from failure so easily. So you got to be a special type of person right, to be right. an entrepreneur. Um, I think it was a little bit of both, actually, because um, I found myself taking risk, you know. But at the same time, um, I, I guess I did have family members in my corner. Um, of course, like my mom was like, oh, yeah, you know, like you do this very well, you know. Or... Um, you know, like my sister or my friends would say, oh, yeah, man, you know, you didn't, you know, da, 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 da. Um, but at the same time, too, I think it's kind of uh, intrinsic, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, I come from a family to whereas everybody always did something else on the side. Yeah. 
you know, whether or not they had PhDs or they didn't go to college at all. They had a job and they did, you know, like A, B, C, and D on the side or whatever, like to generate yeah. extra money. So, you know, I saw that growing up. So I guess, I guess it was instilled in me early, mm-hmm. you know. Um, again, you know, my dad always had something, always did something on the side, always. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather my uncles, my cousins, everybody, you know. So, so, I mean, um, it's in my family. But at the same time, again, you know, as I previously stated, you know, I always feel as if you can have more, right. you know. You can do more, mm-hmm. you know. that That's like a, a dope concept to have because I think your wife and I, and I didn't even mention how I, I knew G. <laughs> I met uh, G through his wife. Mm-hmm. And we talk all the time. And one day we were talking about legacy and p- the passing down of things. And G just talked about being an entrepreneur. And he has something to pass down to his children. Mm-hmm. Like a legacy that they can forever and ever and ever have Mm -hmm. um and he's instilling in them you know the work ethic and the the just the power they that the confidence basically Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they can take this torch and hold it on hold a hold a bronze legacy (laughs) i tell tell them all the time you want to eat those shrimp you got to work for them hey And ownership is such a big thing it's such a huge american value and I think, you know, just moving through life, sometimes you don't realize how important that is, you know? Right. Because you can rent everything or borrow everything, but, like, it's, you know, what separates a lot of stuff is the people who own something. You have a big legacy to pass down to your family, and so that's important. So that's dope that, you know, you're doing that for your family, but you're also in an environment where you're trying to be that example yeah, for yeah. kids as well who don't yeah. get to see that all the time. Because, yeah. you know, we have all said see several times in this conversation and vision is everything, yeah, you know. It is. And it's that, hard. Yeah. You know, it's hard. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, um, I find kids study me. Yeah. When I walk past, you know, they watch and they observe my every movement so I have to be aware of what I do like what I say how I stand how I may look mm-hmm. you know I mean like the tone that I use inflection all these different things you know um so it's it's challenging in a sense but at the same time it's actually it has made me more aware of my surroundings mm-hmm. and more observant and aware of what I do, mm-hmm. what I say, mm-hmm. and how my life, you know, is a living testimony, mm-hmm. you know, to somebody else. Right. You know, mm-hmm. those kids gonna hold you accountable. Yours, oh, yeah. the ones oh, yeah. that you uh, see every day at work, yeah. like ever. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, <laughs> You know, I truly believe that kids are the best judges when it comes to right or wrong, truth, lies, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. They can sniff it out like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And I guess that's a that's a good check to have. Like, so 
if you're having a bad day, they can be like, oh, Mr. G, you yeah, know. Which they do. What's, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that's a self-check, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. If so. I'm having a good day, if if I need a haircut, if I need to shave. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> you know, they tell me everything, you know. If my pants look like high waters, you know, Mr. G, hold up, bro. Where Wait. you going? Wait you know, yeah. Wait, you know. the kids these are playing any games. I had some kids ask me the other day, why is your hair always different? But why are you always in my business? It's yeah. a question. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> Who are these kids y'all do? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, they got questions, okay? Yeah. They have they answers too for your life. They do. They, they just do. <laughs> But that's it. But working with them is when you realize how important it is for you to step out and be the best you in whatever role it is you're playing. Right. I yeah. mean, hopefully it's a positive role. Right. But if it's being a mom or a father or a teacher or a counselor or a doctor or whatever you're doing, like when you're around kids who can be influenced, it's very important to be the best you. Right, right. Because right. they're watching everything. Even yeah. though they act like they're not and they act like they didn't hear you when you told them the first five times. Yeah. They are watching. And yep. so when you're dealing with a population of kids who don't have that ideal connected village, um, that it makes it that much more important. You know, because we don't want greatness to stop with G. Right. You know? yeah. Right. Or just his family. Right. You know, right. the goal is, and Keep I think that's the beauty of how things were back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I eat, we all eat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's where we have to get you know, back to, especially with, I guess, from biblical, um, a biblical view of it, the male being the leader, Mm -hmm. like, you know, lead us to these moments. You know, I think black women, you know, although we are celebrating the black men, I I just have to say, black women have done a great job of stepping up and doing amazing things, but it's just like, when you know there's greatness inside of these young men, you just want to be like, just take the torch. Right. Like, I can mm-hmm. carry it, okay? Right. Like, I can. Right. But I really want you to. Right. 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 Yeah. I, and I think there are some things that, as a woman, shouldn't be addressed or yeah. shouldn't be, you know, that it's a male's something, I guess. And yeah. I, you go out to kill me for saying it, but it, it's some things, it's a man's world. Like, there are some things that a man should teach a man. Or, yeah. or, oh, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Or a yeah. man should teach a daughter like this. Yeah. certain things you shouldn't learn off the street yeah that's true yeah and which is kind of crazy because my student that i talked to about this you know i was asking him because he didn't grow up with his um father and i was like what do you think like the danger in that is like what's the downfall to not having a father and he was like well sometimes being raised by too many women not these are his words not mine he was like <laughs> you know guys can come out kind of feminine not really knowing certain stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So, um, that is very true. Like I said earlier, one of my students, um, had an incident, like his mom called me and she was freaking out because she found a picture. He had sent a picture of his penis to a girl and it had gotten around through like his little friend circle because I think he got catfish. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> Wait a it's minute. too much. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> these stories you know, tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah. He thought he really liked this girl. I mean, it was a big thing. Mom was freaking out. She's crying on the phone because she's thinking like he's gonna be. You know, the kids are gonna make fun of him. And he'll never want to come to school again. So I talked to her. I calmed her down. And then I immediately text the principal and I was like, um, I need you to go pull so-and-so and have a conversation with him right now. Because <laughs> I just didn't feel like 
that was my place. You know, I would have had it if I had to, but thank God we have people in the school who can have a, you know, because I, men and guys be on some other stuff. And so they were going to speak the language, but still build them up at the same time. So like, I feel you. Yeah. Um, on what you're saying, so it's true, but not to say that women like we can do it all now. Right. This is proven, <laughs> but we want the man to play his part. Right. And so I guess that can kind of move towards, um, G just personal, like you know, being a husband mm-hmm. and a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, your wife is gorgeous and amazing. Right. Thank you, thank you guys are like you I'll know. Make her better. <laughs> You guys are like team team mm-hmm. power couple. You guys are awesome. Uh, but even like thinking about dating and marriage, like mm-hmm. what were your thoughts about that? And not even like as a black, obviously you're black, but just mm-hmm. like as a male period, like what was your perspective coming into something like that? Um, uh, I was open to marriage, I guess. I guess um, my parents splitting. You know that kind of opened me up to marriage. I get, I I don't know. It's kind of crazy because at one, you know, on one hand I was like, I don't think I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna try that marriage thing. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, no, you know, um, you know, like marriage is from God, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's probably cool to be in too. At the same time, you know, I grew up in the Cosby era and everything like that, uh-huh. so. You know, like you see that as well as my grandparents. They've been married for like sixty-five years, still rolling. Ooh, you know, the whole nine. So you know, yeah, you know. So I mean, I saw that too as well. But I think it was more of a situation that um, once I got into the word, and once I started reading, and once I started to evaluate myself and learn why I did certain things, why I didn't do certain things, why I thought certain ways. And so on and so forth. That kind of opened me up to deal with my emotional side a little bit more because I would always try to block my emotional side. You know, I you know I viewed that as the devil. You know, if mm-hmm. I ever got in a situation to where mm-hmm. I was emotional, mm-hmm. I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. still do. Mm-hmm. Look at it. You know, I still do. You know, you know I like I like to live in logic land. That's what I call it. <laughs> but um, once I started to understand some of the reasons as to why I made certain choices and, you know, like thought, you know, different things and so on and so forth. It kind of opened me up, like I said, you know. So um, at that point, I thought about it and I said, you know what, I, I don't I don't think you'll be, you know, like pretty cool or whatever, like to be by yourself all your life. You know I mean? <laughs> right. You 90 know? years on the hospital, no visitors. Right. You know, no you know. But at the same time, too, I wanted to make sure, you know, as much as I could possibly that the person that I married was the right person for me. Mm-hmm, right. You know, so. <laughs> not even the, right. <laughs> shout out to the wifey. Yeah. So not even, uh, you know, going into that a little more as far as you, did you know, like, what your role was as a male? Like, before, did you have to learn it as you got into the marriage? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I think it was more so of I just had to just die to myself because I was I was real selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, because I always, well, I really only, 
I was selfish. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I wasn't, you know, in the past, I wasn't really trying to put anybody else's feelings, you know, in the forefront, mm -hmm. which, I mean, it helped me in a sense, but it hurt me too at the same time. Mm -hmm. It helped me in a sense to where, I mean, I never was hurt, yeah. you know, as far as like from a relationship. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it hurt me because I was so cold-hearted to the point to where, you know, I couldn't have any type of meaningful relationships because I wouldn't let anybody in and I wouldn't open myself up. So, mm -hmm. you know, it basically just led to me hurting other people or, you know, just situations not working out. But at the same time, I think everything, you know, happens for a reason too mm -hmm. at the same time. So, I mean, you know, it was a learning experience. Yeah. 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 Do you think being married and having kids now, uh, does it... Um, allow you to tap into your emotional side a little bit more because I know having kids and having a different personality in the house right. with you like you can't always live in logic land right yeah. <laughs> like you gotta yeah. oh dad yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah but you know what I'll say this um I think like we talked about this one time before um I had to learn how to become more of a nurturer because mm -hmm. that's that's not really me because it you know like that's based in emotions you know so that's that's something that I'm I'm trying to learn to deal with and along with the fact that I'm working with younger kids now yeah you know um it's basically like emotion city <laughs> breakdown all day long for no yeah. reason yes yes so not tears oh my god yes my like pencil lid broke <laughs> wah, 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 wah. like Full tantrums. You know, yeah, like full they blown. They share the colors with Rolling me. on the floor, you know, doing all kind of stuff. Yeah. What's wrong? Like, I can't What's even wrong? see you. I How forgot you to put lotion on today. Wait, no, you know? stop. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's it's like ridiculous sometimes, you know. It's true, I believe. I mean, so what do you do in those situations? Like? <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I have to walk away, collect myself <laughs> to make sure, you know, that I address the, you know, the student in the proper manner. You know, um, at home, sometimes I have to step away so that I address my child in the proper manner. But sometimes right. I just go real. off raw, right. raw emotion, you know, which, again, I lose that battle right there, too. You just but, tell a student who left the lotion, look, moisturize, be moisturized. Lick your hand, rub cool. your elbows, <laughs> let's go back to class. It's not cool. Come on. Being moisturized is not cool. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're ashy today. Wait, he said lick your hand. Lick your hand, rub, rub your elbows, go back to class. If you can lick your own elbow. Well, once hey, it dries. Yeah. You're going to be back in that same boat. Exactly. <laughs> With a funky elbow. But anyway. But no, but seriously, um, you know, it's just it's I forgot the question. Right now. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh it's a learning experience, you know, being emotional, you know, mm -hmm. trying to transform into a nurturer. You know, it's like one of the enigmas of life to me. Like I I, I just I just I'm just amazed that people who can operate in their emotions effectively mm -hmm. you know i mean it's it baffles me but you know and see this is probably a conversation for another day but in my mind i feel like when i was in middle school oh, Lord. <laughs> the males had emotions now somewhere along the line they lost it i don't really know what happened right. so <laughs> we could talk about that later but 
I'm just like this idea of you having to come back to being a nurturer. I'm like, males had emotions. Yeah. yeah. You know, they used what? to be the ones that want to talk on the phone all yeah. day and do all this cutesy well, stuff and then they got cut off. You know, like I think all that stuff died, you know. Oh. Um <laughs> I think, I think, a I think, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, I think I think I think uh well, one, growing up in the urban environment, um, yeah. emotions are viewed as weakness. Yeah. Um, you know, if you live in a certain type of way, they can even get you killed. Right. So I think that's frowned upon, which leads to, um, you know, like us living in a world with a million men who don't know how to process their emotions mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. Which leads to all kind of, all Crazy. you know, all, yeah, yeah, you know. So um, I think it's I think it's one of those type of deals, as well as I think it goes back to we're living in a society now to whereas I think a lot of people have settled. Okay. You know, um, I think that, um, and I know I'm gonna step on some toes for saying it, but I gotta say it. Lord forgive me. Oh, you gotta ask for forgiveness. But um, I think I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I just truly feel that I think that um, some females. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say all females, but I think some females. It already started wrong. Have <laughs> have have allowed themselves to. Ex, you know, <laughs> accept anything. That a guy does. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I I'm, 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 I'm trying to select my words properly because I don't, I don't want any backlash for this. Ah, you, but you did, you did good. Yeah, but I think, I, mm-hmm. I think we living in a time to whereas some females, not, I'm not saying a lot, I'm not saying all, but some females, you know, they allow a guy to do whatever he wants to do, and I think. When you're in a situation like that, the woman will always be the loser in that situation for the most part because the guy won't have to be the best version of himself. Mm-hmm. You know? You and see, speak that knowledge. And see, guys know this. You know, right. we know. We know what we can get away with. I mean, you know, it's like my uh, kids. You know, they typically know how far. They can tap dance on that line until we go up in there and get the switch, the stick, the shoe, whatever it is, and deal with them, right? Oh, man. So, adults, they operate the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. They walk the fine line. They try to see. They, you know, they tap dance and, mm-hmm. you know, like play the hokey pokey or whatever it is, footsie, whatever it is, <laughs> on that line. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if. If their mate allows them to do that, then they're not going to try to improve that standard unless they really want to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. That's just and my doing it yourself thoughts. is definitely the best way. Yeah. Um, you know, coming to that revelation for yourself, I yeah. think, is the most lasting way. But mm-hmm. um, so you mentioned children. So I know you talked about being nurturing, but what is like one of the most challenging things being a father to? Obviously, a little girl and like a little boy, mm. you know, black, you know, right. children. Yeah. We're trying to raise black children. Um, I think it goes back to 
and I have this challenge on my job too as well. I think one of the hardest things to do is to try to get them to listen to what you are trying to say and why. Mm-hmm. For an example, you know that classic, you know that classic, um, you know story of, okay, you know like you walk up to the hot stove, mm-hmm. your parent tells you, don't touch the hot stove. Mm-hmm. They tell you, don't touch the stove. The stove is hot. It will burn you. Don't mm-hmm. touch the stove. Don't touch the stove. But that curiosity, that risk, mm-hmm. you know, that adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all these different things make you, entice you into wanting <laughs> to touch the stove. And then eventually, you know, if you don't use wisdom or if you, you know, whatever it is, you touch the stove, you get burned. Mm-hmm. You cry. You want to be nurtured. You know, I'm the type of I am. I'm not about to nurture at that point. <laughs> your but, hair, your but, hair can actually burn off right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you yeah. about it. But, but I'm saying all this to say, you know, the most challenging thing is to try to, you know, convey wisdom to somebody who doesn't want it, which I guess, you know, which brings me back to being, you know, convicted at this point in time because, hey, let me look at my spiritual life, mm-hmm. you know. There's times when... I feel as if God is trying to bestow wisdom on me. Okay, now. And I'm, you know, I'm turning away from it. Right. I'm resisting. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to do my own thing. I think my plan is better. Right. You know, so, you know, like it's one of those type of deals, That's too. That's so good. And God is teach you why what? you're trying to show you that, why you're trying to teach your children that. Right. It's like, well, I've been trying to do the same thing with you for years. Right. <laughs> Which is another thing that I forgot to say earlier. Um... When I'm dealing with kids, I often get convicted myself because at that point, I might say something to a child and the light bulb goes off in my Mm -hmm. head. Oh, that's pretty good. But what about you? Are you listening to that? Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, I have to check myself at that point. And it happens like every day. Right. So, so I mean, you know. That's yeah. crazy. See yeah. how God works? Like full circle, right? Okay, yeah. you ain't gonna get it when I'm telling you. You'll get it when when you telling somebody. Right. Else. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna bring exactly. it to you. You gotta go have a moment in your exactly. office. Like, man, all right, Jesus. All right. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, wow. You know, I just put my head down. Lord, forgive me for being trashy right now. Not trashy. Forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we've touched on so many things because, you know, the black man is multidimensional, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what we think um, when we are angry. There, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a mm-hmm. lot the black man has to offer. So um, my next question is, what do you think is the most important thing you bring to the table, whether it's your marriage, friendships, whatever, work? Get it right, because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, People are watching. Okay. The most important person. <laughs> uh, you know, the best way I can answer that question um, would have to be, ask it. Ask the question one more time. What is the most important thing that you think you bring? Gotcha. Okay. That you need to bring to the table, and that could be any of the tables that you have going on in okay. your life. All right. That one common. Okay. Um. 
without sounding, you know, like cliche or anything like that, uh, I would have to say the best thing I bring to the table myself is allowing God to use me. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because it's like I could sit here and say all these other different type of things, you know, but if they're good, for me, I feel as if they come from him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, I could be the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got um, a choice. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that free will. You know, mm-hmm. that flesh versus the spirit. Romans mm. 7 15. I do what I don't okay. want to do. What I don't want to do, I do. Wait a minute. You know, now, I'm all right, now he over here. Okay. Doing the scripture. But you know. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. it's the word. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, I just, I just think that, you know, like that has to be my answer because, like, the good that I do, it comes from him. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, without him, I mean. Psh. And I love that you said yeah. because you have a choice. Right. Yeah. And so you get that, you know, every time you have an encounter with your wife, with your children, with your friends, mm-hmm. there's a choice. It could be something know? totally different. Right. Yeah. And what impression. It could be no encounter. Leave. Right. True. You know, right. I mean, right. I'm just saying, you know. And you choose to have one and to make it the best one that represents who God would want you to be. Mm-hmm. And you're int- intentional about that. Right. And that's the, important. And the crazy thing about it is, it you know, the encounters could still be better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's still, yeah. you know, I'm still growing. Oh, we don't ever arrive. Yeah. Right, ever arrive. Okay, so still on the wrong. flip side of the pillow, all right, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can the black woman do better <laughs> oh lord i don't even want to say better what can the black woman bring to the Improve table woman. yeah for the for the black man hmm i think support allowing him to lead um Dang, he's rolling but, them off. He right. Like, right. Or, right. Okay. I mean, he had to take a moment right. to like get his together, but right. now he had a whole list, child. But you know what? I'm gonna say this as far as as far as with the leadership deal, um, I think it goes back to you know like the leadership has to be proper. Right. You know, it need well, it needs to uh, have the best intent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it might not be, you know, like Barack Obama style, you know, leadership or whatever you want to call it. Because, like we said previously, I mean, you know, we're still learning. Like, nobody's perfect. But at the same time, I think if the intent is there as well as the, um, the awareness from the woman that, hey, at least he's trying. You know, mm-hmm. which goes back to intent, I guess yeah, you could say, yeah. you know. But, I mean, I know a lot of guys who tell me that they have issues with their mate because they feel as if their mate is not supportive, mm-hmm. you know, in what they want to do. Um, I think, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would have to say those two things. Um you know, like I'm blessed to where I have a wife who is supportive of me. Mm-hmm. You know, That's you know, you know. I thank her for that. It yeah. could be something totally different otherwise. Right. But um, yeah, and then also too, I believe that women 
could pray more for their man. Not to say that it's not going on right now. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know, but I mean, we Go can't. Go in. Yeah. We can't change everything ourselves when we're dealing with other people. Right. You know, so I think like we have to be aware enough to say, God, if this is meant for me to be in this situation, Lord, please allow me to allow you. Mm-hmm. To take control and change this situation, mm-hmm. if it needs to be changed, however you see fit, it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to the man too, you know. At the same time, you right? Know, so, you know. and I think it's important, you know, not to get on this whole relationship spill, but to be in the right situation because equally yoked. I mean, obviously, like although you and your wife have a good marriage, she still has to pray for you. You still have to yeah. pray for her. So I think that if everybody's doing their part in that area and doing it daily, that's where it works, you know. Like, you can't be praying for him now. He just whole total left field, you know, to, if you're not married. You know, if you're married, you figure it out because you told Jesus and stuff. But, you know, if you're single, you know, in a dating situation, yeah, then make sure it's right. But, yeah, praying, I think that's a big thing, too. Yeah. yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. falls under that support. You definitely got yeah. to see and and that's something I crazy. could do more. I mean, you know, I can, I could, you know, I could, uh, I could pray more. I can read my word more. I'm not doing enough, you know, you know, like I should myself. That's my number one uh, thing. Ooh, when a black man prays, I just be on the texting somebody, child. I just heard. <laughs> I just ooh, never mind. But the point is, yes, we all <laughs> need to do it more. Yeah. That's important, especially being. The leader of your household, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like your wife needs that covering too. Yeah, that's true. Even if you just praying, Lord, give her strength to have strength to deal with me. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. whatever it is, you know what I mean. I don't think she needs that much. Strength <laughs> Let me see. Right. Yeah. Right. See how she looks. Right. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think she's okay in that oh, area. Okay. You know, no, I'm just playing. Well, G, we thank you so, 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 so much for mm-hmm. coming on, sharing your uh, life story with us. And I appreciate the opportunity. This greatness. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was thinking too much early in the interview. I apologize for that. Oh, but I had no, a good did. time. You, you I think did. I warmed up a little bit. You did. You yeah. did. It was you warm. Did. It was right. fine. Appreciate right. it. Right. Yeah, so you want to uh, shout out some of your businesses? Uh, yes, you can follow us at Exposures. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take your time. I'm a, I'm a photographer with Exposures for Photography. That's E X P R O S U R E S. You can you can visit our website at www.exposures.net or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Exposures. That's at E X P R O S U R E S. My wife is a travel agent as well. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Red Stick Travel. That's at R-E-D-S-T-I-C-K-T-R-A-V-E-L. Yeah, I think I did that right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Well, look, thank you for letting us glimpse into the life of a black man. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up in our Mm -hmm. own stuff that we just forget, like, we're people with a lot of stuff going on. And it's just important for us to have community and build up each other. Mm-hmm. So we yes. appreciate it. Yes. I Keep agree. doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we will be right back with our final thought. 
Hey guys, it's Brain here with the final thought. Matthew 5 and 16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We should be the salt and the light for our brothers and sisters to follow. The world is becoming harder and harder to exist in daily, but as believers, we have got to be set apart. Men, I challenge you to take that lead, take that position, and step out on the front line to set that positive example. Ladies, I challenge you to challenge these men. When we all work together, we can be an unstoppable force. Remember guys, God is in the details.